an update on Mother Russia, Canadian totalitarianism, and the American Freedom Convoy. Freedom Freedom Trump's Trump's hate. hate. Let's Let's talk talk about it. it. I invoke the Emergencies Act. You can't fire me. Yes, I can. No, you can't. It's a thing. Look it up. Let's get into what's going on in Russia. I think we briefly talked about it in a few of the previous episodes, but there's been updates, and I feel like a segment would probably be pretty helpful for us, Zach, because Zach's not a part of us, (laughs) and you guys. So, tune on in. Leave a like, comment down below, and enjoy the video. It rhymed. Sure did. All right. Mr. Dr. Seuss. <laughs> I was Dr. S.M.P. last week. Mr. Oh, Dr. Dr. S.M.P. Dr. S.M.P. worked. Uh, by the way, stupid editing mistake last week. I just, if I, I think some people might, if you watched the video, which I don't think any of you did, <laughs> but I made a mistake. I edited like a dumbass. But we're pulling up a Guardian article, which the Guardian produces some good content sometimes. 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 But this is about Russia, and it starts off with the heading, with the title, as it always does. Putin chose this war. Biden says as he announces new sanctions, U.S. politics as it happened. We're in it. So today in U.S. politics, that's it from us today in the nation's capital. Here's how the day unfolded in Washington as the world offered its prayers to Ukraine in the face of a full-scale Russian invasion. Oh boy. Biden denounced Vladimir Putin's decision to move forward with the invasion. In a speech at the White House this afternoon, Biden told the nation, Putin is the aggressor. Putin chose this war, and now he and his country will bear the consequences. Yeah, um, Putin already won Chernobyl. I don't know if they're really going to um, bear much of any consequences. Right, like if you look at the size and power of Russia versus the size and power of Ukraine, you know, hmm, and I don't really think they have much of a chance, Ukraine already gave up practically half of their country before Russia even really stepped foot in their country. Yeah, and I think Putin knew that too. Yeah, uh, it's really weird. Ukraine is kind of going to be gone after this. Like, how long does it take? Where are we saying this is going to end? Where, when, how long do you think it's going to take for Russia to dominate Ukraine? Just a couple of hours, a couple of days. Yeah, I don't even think it would take days. a couple of days. Like, I think it it's, might take a day. Well, yeah, they already two. got the biggest piece, right. Chernobyl, which does absolutely nothing. But <laughs> I, you know, like, that's a little bit of a, you know smoke in the air, where it's like, who knows really what that means, like, Chernobyl's not a big piece. It's just, um, Chernobyl's gonna be the quickest way for them to get from, I think, like, Belarus to Kiev or something like that. Mm. It's, like, the quickest way to the capital from, like, one of their current positions. So it's actually, like, a really good strategic, okay, like, win for Russia, I guess. See, I didn't know that. Thank you, Zach. This is why we have you on the episode sometimes, when you're not lazy. Honestly. Ask. Wait, why was it? We'll get into that. <laughs> Didn't Trump say something before Biden even went on TV today? Didn't he say something yesterday? 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. I, I think I know what you're talking. Do you? I overheard something. So do you remember I, I what he said at all? Uh, no. I didn't even see it myself. Biden announced a new round of sanctions targeting Russian and financial institutions and elite families. The sanctions called for Sibir Bank, Russia's largest bank, to be served, severed from the U.S. financial system, restricting the bank's access to the transactions made in the American dollar. Full sanctions will also be imposed on four other financial institutions, including Russia's second largest bank of VTB, freezing all of their U.S.-based assets. Jeez. So this is, a, that's why I said that I don't think that we're really out of this war. Just because, just because we haven't fought yet, <laughs> this well, is a wartime we clearly move. intervene already. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Mm. We've already put people in a position to make moves that will piss some people off, especially in Russia. Mm. And we're also not really beside, well... The sanctions will help Ukraine in some ways, but they're pissed that we haven't taken Russia out of SWIFT yet. And that will automatically put us in the war because Russia will probably... They'll probably attack us in some way. They've yeah. got access. Oh, yeah. They've also... Just wait until gas prices are around us $5. And we live in Buffalo where it's supposed to be pretty cheap. So it, yeah, it, it's almost four right now. Yeah, it's 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 not good. It's not very pretty, and this is going to be pretty bad for us in many ways. And I so many ways. And we're getting involved, and I I hope we don't send troops because we don't belong there. We don't belong anywhere near the Russian fight. Anywhere near. This isn't our fight. No, I don't think personally. And at the end of the day, we pretty much know, unless we step in and make it our fight, Ukraine will pretty much be Russia. So, you know, we're kind of at the point where we're balancing, is that better? And maybe. Might make it easier for us to get oil, since Biden didn't allow us to have the Keystone. Now we've got to get their oil, so it might make it a little bit easier for us. Possibly. There's not much positive to this. There's no. not much positive to anything that's going on. It's like definitely what we don't need right after a pandemic and all the things we went through there. Now yeah. it's just one emergency to another. Oh, but don't you know the best way to restore an economy to the Democrats is obviously a war. It's it is. just dumb. Like, do they not see the comparison of, you know, when they cried that Trump was going to start World War Three? Well, look at this. Right. Your president literally is. Yep. He's getting us involved. Yep. And I just, I don't think that this measure will really, I, I think Biden in some ways thinks that he's kind of kneecapping Putin, but I don't think that's really what we're doing at all. This seems very diplomatic. Yeah. And the gift that Biden gave him at the beginning of his term with the fucking... Uh, whatever, the Nord Stream 2 pipeline that they're building in Russia? Yep. Why are there no sanctions to stop that? Why don't you say, okay, Russia, if this yep. is how you're going to be, then we're going to shut down your pipeline and reopen ours here. Yep. Like, why aren't we doing that? That seems like a much better idea. And right. it would satisfy gas prices in a lot of ways. You mean a Something more logical... Sol <laughs> right. 
a more logical solution? Hmm. No, we're actively leading into it. Yeah. We're actively... We want yeah. this to escalate. We want this to happen. Because this is how they fix their economy. This, this is, is how we keep Hunter Biden's yeah. uh, secrets a secret from Ukraine. Because if Russia takes Ukraine, then there's no secrets on Hunter getting out. The nope. fact that a president is being so selfish on his own personal gain and not what's best for the American people. Like, I'm sorry, what happened in Afghanistan and now this? Like, this right. is just sickening. Absolutely. This is absolutely sickening. It's just throwing our people away. Yeah. Essentially. And we better not be stepping foot there. We better not have young <laughs> kids who are our age going into Russia or Ukraine. Sorry. Not really Russia, because I doubt there will be much fighting there, but we shouldn't have anybody dying in Ukraine for their war. Right. right. Like, if Ukraine wants to remain a sovereign state, they should be able to defend themselves to remain that sovereign and, state. Or find people. And they weren't meant to be a sovereign state. No. <laughs> well, is, yeah, no. Not, especially not right next to Russia. It sounds horrible, and, I, you know, I don't think anyone should die in, you know, the pursuit of Russia being back to whatever it wants to be. Like, whatever their ultimate goal is. Like, no one should die for that. But at the end of the day... If your government isn't willing to protect you and like nope. fight for its right to be a thing and your right to be a Ukrainian citizen and be alive in Ukraine, they're, then what do you have your government for? They're practically acting like Afghanistan's government right before the Taliban took over. Yeah. I like they don't have much force that like they need us. That's the only way that they'll survive, and it's kind of turning into another Afghanistan situation. It is. And it's going to be us fighting against Russia this time, not the Taliban. Right. It's not a bunch of people in caves. No. Like, this is an actual military military. With supposed nukes and weapons that can alter certain things, and World War III might get nuclear if we do turn to fighting. Good thing we played Fallout 4. Got that right. We'll know how to garden we our tomatoes. We know how to deal with bandits yes. and all that other stuff. There we go. So you guys will be the protection. I'll be the... I'll make our... I'll be the one in charge of the Bitcoin collection. Because <laughs> <laughs> what else will... I think that's really what it is. I think we're just prepping to get to the... I already got a couple bottle caps saved up anyway. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. We Just got a in few case. bottle caps laying around. <laughs> Start saving your Coca-Cola bottle caps. Yep. Uh, Biden did not call for Russia to be banned from the SWIFT banking system, and he is not issuing direct sanctions on Putin, as some lawmakers have called for. Biden said some European leaders do not support cutting off Russia's access to SWIFT, and he claimed direct sanctions on Putin were still possible. Although he did not explain why he is not taking that step now. Vagina? Right. Biden isn't a man of action. He's a man of words. Ah. He'll say that he'll do all this stuff, but he never actually will. No. If you want proof, look at Afghanistan. Look at the student loans. He said he was going to cancel all student loans, and yet here we still are. Idiots vote for idiots. Nope. Yep. He's just... Empty promises. I don't think, like, I don't think there are too many people in this world that really pay attention to just how corrupt this guy is. I don't think anyone really pays attention to... Period. 
Yeah. There you go. Just no, have my hair. <laughs> that's that's very fair. But it's just, <clears throat> this is just corruption. This is just terrible, terrible schemes. What it is is people no longer vote based on, like, what policies they have. It's, well, I just didn't like the last guy, so I'm going to vote for anyone that isn't him. It's become a popularity contest, yeah. and that's exactly what it never was supposed to be. It shouldn't be. It, it's... I like this guy's policies more than this guy's policies. I think this guy will stand strong for us in these situations because he's going to have to fend for us. He's going to have to make negotiations for us. Donald Trump had a book called The Art of the Deal. Joe Biden can't contain his bowel movements at 2 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Who do we want? Who do we want in office? I'm sorry. <laughs> like, oh, but if this news article and all the other ones are telling me that this one is so homophobic and sexist and racist, right. yep. that's a horrible person. we got to vote for the other one. Yeah. That's the logic. That's the logic nowadays. And it's just... It's, it's literal kid logic. It's not even yep. adult right. stuff. Because that's where I was mentally when yep. I was a kid. Like, I grew up. I don't know mm. how anybody else can't, but here we are. But you grew up and you learned that there's other information for you to reach. Yeah. For you to find. It, it's not just... What you're being told, what you're being lectured yeah. on. Like, have, you have the ability to look into things. Exactly. We have, like, a major issue with, like, instant gratification. Absolutely. Like, if it's not right in the headline or in the first article that I read from this news yep. source that I only go to, the only news source I go to, mm -hmm. then it can't be true. <laughs> like... I'm pretty sure if someone actually clicked on, like, the sources for these videos, if it was, like, a science, or videos, like, uh, for, like, the articles that we do, mm -hmm. like, if you went to the sources and actually, like, read the paper, like, I'm pretty sure it would be different. You oh, know? yeah. Like, Absolutely. It, it's... No, they are. And when, that's why I try to use, you know, I, I don't necessarily love using articles all the time. I like trying to find actual statistics, actual data, try to say, hey, let's make an episode on this because it makes more sense to do it that right. way. Let's break it down. How do we feel about it? Because that's what we're trying to do. This is how we feel about what's going on. It's not necessarily what Biden's going to do because he doesn't listen to us, and he should. He should. Biden, start listening. <laughs> what's going on? We're right here. Well, Come my, on, man. my phone's Come always on. on the line. You can always, I'll always pick up if it's you, man. <laughs> I'm going to tell you you're an idiot, but and I'm going to tell you exactly what to do. <laughs> Just stop being you. Resign. What are we doing? <laughs> stop that. Yeah. Just cut it out. <laughs> cut it. Time out. Go to bed. Cut <laughs> it out. <laughs> Let's break down the Freedom Convoy because there's been a lot of news. And we want to let you guys know what's been going on. We're pulling up a Forbes article that explains why Canada enacted emergency powers and then why they repealed those measures recently. <laughs> yes, seven days. That's all it took. Yeah. Uh, nine days, sorry. I think everyone <laughs> in their parliament or whatever it's called just knows that their career is done. Oh, they're terrible. Like, I think they just know. There's so many people who disagree with him, too. Mm -hmm. So many He's people that... Hate him. He's got. I, I don't. I mean, he's very hateable. What he does with with this protest, and absolutely. then what he does with Native Americans. A peaceful protest. Yeah, one of the most peaceful protests we've seen in a while, and we said that last week. Yeah. 
Why are they beating people? Why are they having border uh, mounties running over people on their horses? Right. Uh, reporters, for no no less. Reporters who should be protected Freezing in some bank senses. accounts. Freezing yeah, bank accounts. And, it, like, giving account. out addresses to everybody who um, gave money to GoFundMe. Yeah. Even, like, I'm I sorry. I this week. Ilhan Omar even... Oh, I didn't post that on Instagram. I posted it on something else. That's funny. Um, Ilhan Omar came out this week and denounced people for doing that. For doxing. Wow. Yeah. Ilhan Omar. Brother lover Ilhan Omar. Mm-hmm. I think, um... Did they do anything to, like, American accounts? Like, American citizens who donated? Oh, we should look Once I heard about see. the GoFundMe, I was because going to donate, but then it they, got removed. But then I... Uh, the send... Go fund send or if something. Canada started freezing American citizens' bank accounts. I'd say that's like war. Almost an act of war. Yeah. yeah. It's very no, that's war. Freezing our citizenship. Yeah. Like it's one thing for you to go tyrannical and do shit to your people, but you don't do shit to other Which people. Which is still absolutely crazy. Right. Let's get into it. Like for I real. I don't think they were touching American citizens' accounts. I think that's yeah. more. Of they best not. The, they know better. Because uh, we'll be touching our guns. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll be hunting. Oh, well, we shouldn't say that. But. Hunting. Yeah. we got to get some maple leaves. some fresh syrup. Canada ended a nine-day emergency declaration Wednesday that was made in response to the so-called Freedom Convoy protests that obstructed some border crossings and interfered with commerce across the U.S.-Canada border. Yeah, Forbes is very left-leaning. I for like, if you don't know. So they're definitely going to have some pointed uh How horrible wording. these protesters are. Let's hear yeah. about how So-called Freedom Convoy protest. No, that's what they're called. That's their name. It's not so-called. What was it? Oh my god, I saw it and I was just like, are you kidding? Like, at that point, like, just, just give up your life. Uh, they were saying that when people were saying Hong Kong, yeah. it was Hail Hitler. Is what Hong Kong. People meant. can't get over what? their lies. That's what they thought. Come yeah. on. It was literally people. Wow. I was like, doing free Hong Kong in a bunch of things. I'm I'm Jewish. You think I'm mad? I'm <laughs> Sorry, no. And it wasn't even like random citizens. I mean, it was. <laughs> it was actually like a lady from the parliament or whatever they. Oh had my there. god. No, it's just like. Oh, they're mentioning the the bank accounts. Yes. Yeah, 210? Yep. Canada's Emergencies Act allowed authorities to designate no-go areas, to order towing companies to remove vehicles, and to freeze up to 210 bank accounts, a power that officials said was used to target larger donors to, to the protests in order to apply pressure to protesters. Come on, Trudeau. Trudeau said Wednesday that, though there was still a threat, the situation was no longer an emergency and could be handled without special powers. While some Ottawa restaurants and other businesses closed due to the protests had reopened by Tuesday, police checkpoints remained active around the city and a secured area was still maintained around the Canadian Parliament building, the Ottawa Police Service announced. An increased police presence is expected to continue in Ottawa during the coming days in order to prevent protesters from returning, police announced. 
Oh, prevent protesters from protesting. So, in other words, is protesting kind of illegal? At that point. At that point, I guess. Pretty much. I kind of understand, like, okay, we get your point, time to go home, but you don't do what you did. Right, you listen to them or change something. If they're that passionate about it. Right. If they're going to be out there, like, let them do it for a year. If they're right. that passionate about it, yeah. let other people, like, just not work, not transport anything. Wow. Right. Like, huh, maybe we should do something. But knowing Trudeau and how he dealt with the Native yeah. Americans and their pipelines. Absolutely. Like, and going on their territories, even without their consent, they would just have police go there. So I know this guy. This guy would just totally overstep boundaries and do this kind of stuff. Great. This is how he is. That's how he is. Like these truckers just need to go home and just do the same thing there. Yeah. Just okay. Yeah, I'm gonna park my truck in the driveway and that's it. You know, <laughs> just uh, you can cause the same kind of reaction. Park it in the streets. Every trucker should just park in the street. I mean, that's what they were doing before. Look at how that turned out for them. I would just not work. I would just not work. Exactly. Just go home oh, well. and spend that time with your family. Just keep doing it. But you know, anything you have. On the road. Make up that last time. Yeah, do deliveries with your semi-truck. The, most amazing, the <laughs> most amazing thing ever would be if everybody just put their cars on the street. Everybody. That's what we need to do here in Buffalo. <laughs> so, you can't park in the street for half the year. Uh-huh. And that's our only parking spot in our fucking apartment. I yeah. got yeah. horrible. I got a little a nice little card from the nice policeman. Oh, last time I uh, yeah. Sad. You guys actually thought I got a card from the police? Well, no. no. I figured you were talking. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, was just... I just didn't realize you got one. Yep. Twenty-five dollars, so not you know, yeah. not the yep. end of the day, not the end of the world, but oh. how stupid it is. Instead of every other day parking, like we should protest it. But then again, they do that so that way the plows don't hit your car, right? So, but I, that's kind back of home we did even parking and odd parking, so even days you park on no, exactly, yeah, that's that like makes what, the most sense. So that would, but whatever, that's what most cities do. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, if it, they're not off the side today, they will be tomorrow. Yeah. But Buffalo doesn't care. Come on. The Ottawa Carleton District School Board and Ottawa Catholic School Board reopened schools Tuesday, but said checkpoints might delay students from arriving at school, CBC reported. Through the block, though the blockades were removed, it's possible that the high-profile demonstrations allowed protest- protesters to spread their message, setting the stage for a longer-term movement. Wesley Wark Senior Fellow at Canadian Public Policy Think Tank, the Center for International Governance Innovation, told the New York Times. Yeah, good. It, a lot of people are mad at Trudeau at this point. Yeah. First of all, he ran away from the protests by having COVID. Does anybody Didn't believe he that? Also go into hiding because of this emergency act, and it's pretty oh, much. It's I mean, like yeah. we weren't a threat. We were never a threat. They were never coming for you. There was never going to be an insurrection. There was never going to be anything. They literally said that they were just going to go park and sit there for a while. Right. Until it was done. Until they got what they wanted. Exactly. 
Trudeau just blew it out of proportion for what he made it what it wasn't. Yep. Exactly. He, he doesn't like his power challenge. That's really only, what it is at this point. Exactly. He gaslighted us. The only violence that occurred at that protest the entire time was because of Trudeau. And it, was because, <laughs> and it wasn't even violence on behalf of like the protesters attacking them. It was, no, it was the police and the government attacking the protesters. Yep. That was the violence the whole time. There was no violence before that. Yep. Exactly. Uh, beginning February 7th, Freedom Convoy protesters blockaded the Ambassador Bridge which accounts for 25% of trade between Canada and the U.S., in opposition to a joint U.S.-Canadian rule requiring truck drivers be fully vaccinated to avoid a 14-day quarantine upon re-entry from the U.S. February 11th. Ontario Superior Court Chief Justice Jeffrey Marowitz granted an injunction allowing police to forcibly remove protesters from the bridge. Trudeau declared a public emergency February 14th in a rare move for Canadians prime. For Canada's Prime Minister, granting authorities special powers to deal with the protests. Protesters occupying the area around Ottawa's Parliament building were forcibly cleared away Saturday by police, who reported making 170 arrests, towing away 53 vehicles used by protesters to block downtown streets and issuing 3,600 tickets. Monday, Canada legislators voted to extend the declaration of emergency, a February 8th through 9th IPSO Ipsos poll. That's some website found that 46% of Canadians may not agree with everything the people who have taken part in the truck protests in Ottawa have said, but their frustration is legitimate and worthy of our sympathy. Absolutely. So, in other words, um, Canada legislators are also worthless. Yeah. Trash. They're all trash. And so they would Garbage. have to do a 14-day quarantine. Now, this is their job. At least they're allowed to have their job. But you have to do 14 days of quarantine upon re-entry, and that's every time you trade in between the two, which is their job. So that's almost not worth it, and no. why would you need to be vaccinated? Exactly. Just think about that. Like, if you're doing a delivery, 14 days, you can't do a delivery. You literally cannot. Because right. who's going to take you on for a 14-day delivery like that? Right. Very Well, I guess that's why a lot of places are shipping very late, but it's, you know, problematic. It, it, these are the reasons why, and it's holdups, and it's like... It's not livable. Not, yeah. It's simply not livable. No. Also, isn't driving your truck kind of a quarantine? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fill up your gas tank. You don't really go anywhere. I mean, you'll have to go in and get food, but I'm sure that you can figure out ways around that. You know, you can order. I guess you could. You can literally call up outside of McDonald's. Hey, can you get? I, I have COVID. I need you to leave this outside of my truck. I literally delivered to um, a truck park area, and yeah. he just came out to my car and picked it up. It was a weird mm -hmm. area, but it was just. Yeah. It was doable. Oh yeah. Uh, the critical quote from the Forbes article is, The situation is no longer an emergency. Therefore, the federal government will be ending the use of the Emergencies Act, Trudeau said Wednesday. We are confident that existing laws and bylaws are sufficient. It was never an emergency, but okay. Nope. You guys probably would have been fine without doing anything. But you're idiots. Thank you, Justin. Yep, it. Let's go to the tube. 
All right, our last segment this week is on the American Trucker Convoy. Something different, something we haven't really seen. We're pulling up a New York Post article highlighting the American Convoy and some key facts. America's Trucker Convoy could become the next Tea Party in time for midterms. Ooh. Canadian truckers captivated headlines and drove Prime Minister Justin Trudeau mad. American truckers could do the same to President Joe Biden. Joe Biden drove himself mad. <laughs> He's already gone. He's been gone. Come He's on now. He's been gone. Uh, with a convoy departing Wednesday, organizers report more than 1,000 trucks signed up to travel cross-country from California to Washington, D.C., and they anticipate the convoy will grow as it heads east. Hopefully. A thousand wow. trucks. Yeah. This can be pretty big. We're hoping, you know, it's kind of inevitable that everything swings right during this midterm election cycle. Somewhat inevitable. I don't see how Democrats win unless they cheat. I really don't. Yeah, no. And I, I don't agree. I don't mean to get hubris in the way, but like I really don't know how we lose this one. Right. It's be obvious that they cheated. Yeah, deny it. Absolutely, because I, I just, there's so much, so much pushing towards everybody saying, like, okay, we need some balances, we need some checks on this, because this is not working out for anybody. Nope. Huh. Inspired by our neighbors to the north, organizers say the convoy is going to the Capitol to seek an end to the federal emergency declaration. The potent Tea, Mar tea Party made its mark in America's 2010 midterm elections fighting bloated taxation. Could truckers fighting COVID mandates and restrictions spark a movement as powerful in November's midterms? Polling is on their side, with heavy-handed rules steadily losing their support. Think of it this way. Tea Party equals no taxation without representation. Truckers equals no vaccination without self-authorization. That's kind of mm -hmm. cool. I like that. I like that, too. Uh, the People's Convoy organizer, Mike Landis, noted in a launch video that the group isn't anti-vaccine, but it opposes mandates, encroachment on civil liberties. Even Trudeau conceded that 90% of, of Canadian truckers are vaccinated, though the American Trucking Association estimates 50% to 60% of Oh truckers yeah, are. dude, America's done if that's the case. If we do Americans exactly what Canada did. had a spine. Yeah. So, <laughs> 40 to 50% of them <clears throat> did. <laughs> you know, they're saying, I'm not doing this. This is BS. This is not working. Or we're too stupid to acknowledge vaccines, but given this is the deadliest one, I can see people's hesitancy. Right. Yeah. It's up to you, Landis said. You want a vaccine? Take it. That's the whole point of this. It's about freedom. Your freedom to choose what you feel is best for your life within the morals and the guidelines of our Constitution. Ask a doctor. Trust in their faith and their medical degree and what they say that your body should like have. Doctor, am I at risk for this? Should I take this? Should I? What should I do? And look at the data. Everything is out there. You just have to look. Yep. Exactly. It's like you can make an informed decision on your own. And then just follow up with your doctor and say, hey, like this is the conclusion I came to based off of this evidence. You know, I just want to make sure that I'm in, you know, good physical health to make sure that, you know, I'm not going to fuck myself over later by doing this. Exactly. You know, like, still check with your doctor. But yep. at the end of the day, if you decide that even after your doctor says, no, you should still probably get it because 
your type 1 diabetes or your asthma put you at a higher risk. Like, if you still decide, then that's on you. Yeah. Right. And if so you don't decide, then that's your... Everything that happens, the consequences, right. is on you, and that's okay. Yeah. You yeah. should be in control of your life. Canada's Freedom Convoy captured the country's imagination with the same message. Polling found many Canadians had sympathy for truckers and others adversely affected by vaccine mandates, Elliot Kaufman noted in the Wall Street Journal. The feds never offered a clear justification for requiring drivers who sit alone in the cabs of their trucks to be vaccinated. Indeed, truckers are in the many ways modern-day cowboys who'd rather be on the open road than in a crowded cubicle. Growing up, I spent lots of time in trucking culture as my family often lived in a motorhome with ten people. That's a lot of people. Eight kids. Eight kids, two parents, sometimes a cat or a dog. Sometimes. That's funny. We had CD radio names for each other, caravanning with the family car tra trailing behind. Mine was Big Hornet. Hornet after my 7th grade basketball team, the Hornets. What would yours be? I don't think I have one. I don't have um... a CD radio. <laughs> <laughs> Not in this day and age. No. It's called a cell phone. Uh, yo, you know what's crazy? At one point, they're going to be like, yeah, we each had TikTok accounts. My first account's name was Sparkle Sizzle Forty Seven. <laughs> right? Is that not exactly what this is going to be? We hung out with these truckers at pit stops, like Flying J. I go to Flying J sometimes. Oh, it's not bad. These gas prices, where there's plenty of room to socially distance. Ooh. And try try to sneak onto their CB channels and sound tough. I'm not a scientist, but I'd be I'd bet good money COVID can't transmit via C B radio wavelengths. God. I, I think so. I think you, I think you're right on that one. Oh yeah. How do you feel about that one? You I'm guys... sure I'm sure well, I'm sure we'll find some way to transmit it through. Well, as long as you're sitting down it can't get to you from the radio waves. You're right. You're Just right. Like you have to be sitting down. Sitting down. Yep. Wear a mask so your voice sounds really muffled when you're standing up. But don't wear a mask if you're sitting down, is what we're learning today. Yeah. How great would it be if we were wearing masks right now, so that way we can stay safe? Pretty much, I, if it I, I feel a lot sense, safer. If it makes sense, don't do it. If it doesn't, <laughs> if it doesn't make sense, do it. That's do what we've learned it. from Joshi and the gang this year. Just do it. Well, we love child slavery. <laughs> Nike. Landis rejected the idea that truckers are xenophobic or racist, a favorite slanderous trope Trudeau and his liberal media allies in both countries float. What? Xenophobic for driving a truck? Whatever. What? Logic out the window, I don't really... I guess. I still don't know what that means. When you, you overuse these words, it becomes meaningless. It, it's absolutely. It really is. It has no power to it. There's no meaning for what these words mean if you're just going to use it for anything that you disagree with. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like, hey, well, that's exactly how communism starts. Some yes. group has said, oh, this person is held down because these people are racist and they hate you. And then they. <laughs> 
Say we're going to take control over. the language, you control the culture, and if you control yep. the culture, you control the society. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of reminds me of a book. Hmm. Right. Starts with an O, double L at the end. It's a year. It <laughs> <laughs> uh, doesn't matter what you look like, what your skin color is, what your native language is, Landis said. If you're here and you hold American citizenship, you're an American. We just want to get that clear right now. This is for the people. Hell yeah, brother. That's how it is. And the people Literally. are open to the message. Monmouth University polling showed U.S. support for vaccine mandates dropped to just 43% in late January from 53% in September. That's a 10-point drop. With support for masking and social distancing guidelines dropping to 52% from 63%. Finally. People are starting to say, hey, it's... Two solid. years later, but yeah. hey, whatever. We're done with this. A morning consult survey this week ending February 6th similarly and found just half the public supports business COVID mandates, down from a high of 61% in September. Support for Biden's federal mandates fell to 54%, down from September's high of 66%. Yeah. Why would you ever support this stuff? Uh, What's sad is when it literally goes to the Supreme Court and they say, oh yeah, the government can't do this to you because you have rights. Yep. And yet 54% of people still agree with it. Yep. And they still do it. People so still try and enforce it. It's actually so stupid. And my whole thing I'm with this is that these... Um, Laws that these decrees that these politicians, these governors, this president, everybody was making, most of them were executive orders, which means they weren't actually law. Exactly. <laughs> they weren't actually like. Man the mandates aren't laws, yeah. mind you, you know? Like, if somebody doesn't want to enforce it, they don't have to enforce it because it's not a law. Mm -hmm. It's not anywhere part of our Constitution that you have to wear a mask. If there's a pandemic that people are saying you have to wear a mask for, there's none of that. You have some uh, bodily autonomy. The Constitution did at least one thing right. I was quite scared a, that they would go door to door things, and like be like, "Are you vaccinated? Okay, let's set up an appointment." <laughs> and I would, I would have said no. Like, oh, no, I, I don't set up need one. Appointment and just not gone. Just say yes. Like I do with Kia with my cars. <laughs> Actually, that's a good idea, because what if they Terrible. said, well, you can say, like, I did get my vaccination. Don't you have my my um, appointment? Like, I, I have proof that I went to this appointment, which is really just your scheduled appointment. Mm -hmm. I've done that before with something, and it worked. More than 3.5 million people work it as truck drivers, according to the U.S. Census Bureau, making it one of America's largest occupations. Truckers are twice as likely as workers overall to be U.S. veterans, but just 7% have a bachelor's degree, versus 35% for all workers. They are more likely to have a disability and earn less than the median U.S. worker. Wow. Yeah, stinks. Truckers work harder than the rest of us, too, with nearly half working longer hours than the average worker. Mm -hmm. Only about a quarter of workers generally work more than 40 yep. hours per week. I thought about being a trucker... Um, even going through all the CDL training and everything, but then I looked at how much they get paid and the the quality. Like I mean, you're I'm not going to be having no. made homemade dinners or anything. You no. are always eating out, and I'm like, God, that's not healthy. 
or you've got a cooler in the back of your truck and you're creating foods in your passenger seat everywhere you go. Yeah, which is still so inconvenient. There's just so much about it. If you plan on having kids, it's not a great idea. Yeah. Why don't we make, I'm not saying like build an, like a truck to be like an RV and a, like a commercial hauling truck, but why don't you have like a stove set up, like a little induction stove? Space. Yeah, just like a little space for them to have like. But that's space. That's space in your truck. That's gas that you're burning. Like, it's not a very logistic level. But if you're at a solution. pit stop anyway. Yeah, I'm saying that's, that, like, you know, they, the companies cover that. Most companies will cover those fees for people. Like pit stops. True. Like filling up and all of that stuff. So, yeah. so why can't they just give them a little induction cooktop to cook some ramen or some shit on? You gotta get your own. Yeah, but I mean... I'm just saying, if you're working at Geico, do they give you a conduction cooktop? Oh, no. But you no. know they have like a kitchen with a microwave that you can at least use? They don't yeah. want to eat out everywhere you go. Yeah, they have it at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> it sounds bad, but like, it's yeah, kind of like I mean, the game. It's kind of what the game... But you see is. what I mean, right? No, I yeah, understand. Like, you think that it's 2022, like... How are we not like more advanced, like giving these people houses on fucking wheels? Have you seen Maple Road? True. Truckers are good, kind, patriotic, diligent, working class people. They're America's backbone. This time, the backbone snapped. Ugh. Oh no. Liberals pushing COVID vaccine and mask mandates clearly abandon the working class, though they're oblivious to the possible consequences. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi this month on This Week with George Stephanopoulos insisted Democrats will win in November because of the empathy we have for America's working families. Okay, so that means she really needs to retire because clearly she's not in the right state of mind. No, that means she's clearly going to steal the vote. <laughs> we will win in November. No, you won't. Unless you somehow rig the vote. Well, you know in the blue states that are always blue with New York and California, she's gonna win. Yeah, yeah, you start to grow a delirious state yeah. in those states where you think, oh my god, everybody loves me. Right? Everybody loves us. I don't travel anywhere, so nobody's gonna, you know. Besides, like, she goes to D.C. and California. Two of the most, like, liberal places mm -hmm. in America. Right. Um, she's getting a beach house in Florida. Oh, they're gonna like her. Her there. retirement home. Miami? Probably, though. I have no idea. I'm pretty Hurricane. sure real estate down in Florida, though. It's probably Miami. I doubt she's going anywhere else, really. <clears throat> Although, she might have liked the red Republican policies. Oh, she loves the red Republican policies. She just wouldn't implement them herself. No. She couldn't. She'd get voted out. Mm -hmm. She might actually have to retire. <laughs> right. Please. She'd actually fix the issues instead <laughs> of causing more. Uh, homeless people? That's not a problem. No, not at all in San Francisco. The Democratic leader, caught breaking the rules maskless in a San Francisco salon, belongs to a liberal ruling class that believes it deserves separate, more lenient rules than those it imposes on the working class. Pelosi's on course for a wake-up call, the sound of a trucker's air horn blast. Yeah? Yeah. 
I really this this does seem a little bit more biased too. It seems because they oh, they yeah. say like liberals and stuff like that. So is New York Post more of a right leaning? Yeah. Oh, I never knew that. It, I felt like it might be a little bit more refreshing. Cool. A little bit. Oh, it is definitely. Just to get something that isn't completely left wing or completely biased against. No, I think we should have all points of view. All right, everybody. I want you to pull out your massive fire truck and just drive it straight through the like button. And you might as well click the subscribe button while you're at it. Comment below what you want us to cover next week. We'll see, we'll see you, see you then. then.